Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tourpreneur Podcast. I am your fearless host, Mitch Bach, and today I am really excited to be talking about all things events and not just tour operator events in general, but specifically that weird species of an event called the buyer-seller conference. We're going to decipher tour operator associations, buyer-seller conferences, and I'm going to do it with my partner in crime this morning, uh, Catherine Prather, who is the head of the National Tour Association based in the United States, but with a global reach. Are you interested in adding multi-day to your day tour business? Are you looking to understand growth and scale strategies in the multi-day world? Looking to finally crack the technology stack you need to organize, automate, and grow your business? Then join Tourpreneur in Seville, Spain for Tourpreneur Connect, November 27th to 30th, 2023, for an event unlike any other in our industry. Open to strictly 100 operators, Pete, Mitch, Chris and other industry experts will guide you through the do's, don'ts, twists, and turns of running a multi-day tour business. Not only that, Tourpreneur are giving back as we will be bringing in local suppliers and businesses to help us run the event. We're also opening up to a number of locally-based tour operators who can attend for free. So join Tourpreneur in Seville for Connect November 27th to 30th, 2023. And join us for an unforgettable experience of learning and connection in one of Europe's most unforgettable cities. Visit tourpreneur.com slash connect for more info. And before I say anything else about the association, I'm going to leave it to Catherine to introduce herself and to just tell us a little bit about NTA. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much, Mitch, and it's awesome to be here. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us or having me. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk about NTA and our show, which is Travel Exchange. But I'll start with NTA. So we've been around since 1951, and uh, the primary audience would be the, the the tour operator, the professional tour operator that's packaging travel around the world. And of course, to do that, they they need partners. They need really good partners like the hotels and the restaurants, the attractions, cruise lines, airlines, transportation providers, experience providers, and the destinations. So those companies are all members of our association, primarily so that they can do business together. But we are, uh, this is what we hear from our members, that we are a welcoming community of travel professionals and they're all working together to lift one another up, to make sure that they're learning from one another, they're discussing challenges and opportunities, um, and then making people's dreams come true with the great packages that they have. So that's the association in in a nutshell. 
Great. Let's break that down for a second. So you're an association that consists of tour operators, but also of all of their constituent partners, and they're all together part of your association. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. So we have a pretty good, you know, mix of of the tour operators, the the suppliers, and the destinations who are coming together to to do that business. And you know, we do have members in more than forty countries. So as you mentioned, we are based in the U.S. The membership is predominantly U.S. based, but you know, international travel is such an important part of what they do. We want to make sure that we have all of the partners right there within the community so that the tour operators can package whatever they want. And their product is is very diverse. They serve travelers of all ages, um, all activity levels or interests. Um, they do both group, but then also FIT or independent travel. So that's why we call it package travel because they're doing both. And it's for groups of all sizes, anything from a private tour all the way up to a student group that sometimes may have, you know, several motor coach loads. So when we're talking about packages, and I think this is probably important, uh, it implies to me a multi-day tour operator. Would you say that that is what you mean in your association with your association hat on by tour operator? Is it those types of operators that do have all of those different working component um, parts to a multi-day experience? Exactly. You know, that is, especially during COVID, many of our multi-day tour operators went to um, a, a one-day tour. A lot of that was because, you know, to get people comfortable traveling again, or that's, you know, really um, the only product that was available. So many of them still do those one-day tours, but absolutely, it's the multi-day tour operator, someone who is um, completely packaging, um, uh, a, you know, head-to-tail experience for for that traveler. And I guess another thing I should explain is our tour operators, they do scheduled departures, which means that they're going to have on their website or in a catalog that some of them still publish a whole series of tours that they're going to offer. But then many of them also customize their product. So it, it could be a group leader coming to them or a student group or a family. And they say, this is what we want. And then the tour operator customizes that product and that's why it's really important to not only have the events that we have, but to also make sure that, you know, like our searchable database and being able to connect with everyone year round is important because they're always having um, the opportunity for business uh, to come up. I love that. So this this idea of packaged tours is um a new but old idea. It's new probably in the realm of travel. Uh, it hasn't existed forever. It's been around for a couple hundred years and NTA has been around since 1950. That's uh, incredible. We're 55. And I'm wondering if you could just put on your historian hat for a minute and tell me from your perspective how package travel and the multi-day tour operator has sort of evolved as you've watched them change over the last decades. I think some of the most interesting parts are the fact that indeed the consumer does drive the the, the product, um, but it's also that tour operator, um, you know, being willing to look at at destinations that maybe a traveler may not be thinking about, but they want people to explore those, and a lot of that is important with sustainability and trying to spread out visitation, where the tour operator needs to actually make people think differently. But in terms of things that have shifted. Um, 
groups um, are ha are somewhat smaller, and a lot of that is driven not only with generational changes. You know, I am a Gen Xer, so when I'm of a senior age, I'm still going to have those Gen X tendencies. So I may want to travel with a smaller group rather than, um, you know, a large group. The other thing is just the activities. People are, um, you know, the, the, the tours of um, yesteryear were simply being on a motor coach and driving through a destination. Maybe you were more sightseeing rather than actually life seeing. And now there's so much with experience. So those activities lend themselves to um, smaller groups. So it's definitely more getting engrossed in the community, making those local connections. Um, so those are the things that are important in how the product has, has evolved. But there are still people who may need the experience of, of just being able to drive through a destination because it may be an ability or something. Um, where the tour operator needs to adjust that product to make sure that they're giving everyone um, a really a really good experience. So you mentioned rethinking itineraries and the way that operators work based on new sort of sustainability principles. Could you drill into that a little bit more, how your members are thinking about that all-encompassing and important topic right now, especially when those types of operators do have their hands in so much, everything from maybe air travel to cruise ships to, uh, you know, transportation that's all affected by um, this this quickly expanding consciousness of how we as an industry touch on sustainability. Yeah, I think it's so important that we do talk about this. I'm really glad that you brought that up. And Tourism Cares is our official nonprofit, and I encourage everyone to to look into that that organization they're very much focused on meaningful travel and sustainability. And we surveyed our tour operators earlier this year to ask them um, about meaningful travel. And 97% um, of them said that their travelers are asking more about and want meaningful travel experiences. So then when we pushed on that, we said, well, what does meaningful travel mean? And it is leaving a destination better than when you arrived. It is supporting small businesses. It is um, connecting with the local communities. So all of those things are important for us to know that our tour operators are indeed looking for that because their travelers want that. But that's an important message is that we push out to our suppliers and destinations so that they know as they're developing the products and experiences to promote and sell to our tour operator partners, that's what they need to be offering. So then you're looking kind of at the, the full circle of this is what the traveler wants. This is what the traveler needs. So this is what the suppliers and destinations need to need to provide. And um, like Tourism Cares has the meaningful travel map, which um, we're trying to develop out and putting literally pins on the map that helps a traveler know where there may be maybe social enterprises or these really unique spots that the traveler would love to experience and probably wouldn't find on their own, which is another reason why you want to travel with a professional tour operator anyway. I love, I love all of that, especially this idea that as a community of fellow operators and as an association, you can help drive the discovery of how to operate in these new destinations, how to find those partners that do practice sustainability or have that focus on meaning because 
Otherwise, and we talk about this all the time in the entrepreneur world, it's a lonely world out there. You end up developing the relationships and the business practices that uh, you've developed just through, well, now it's Googling, but it might have been back in the day, uh, getting in your car and driving and meeting people. And it's become such a connected world now that we do have access to all of this unlimited supply of potential partners. And yet it's also a curse. I don't know if you feel the same way because it's just undifferentiated. There's just so much of it. It's too huge. Yeah. And and I think that's why it's really important because, you know, just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. And th there is the concern with greenwashing or, or people promoting what they're not. And that's why another reason why I think it's important to have that community connection, whether it be with Tourpreneur or the National Tour Association, because you can get to know someone, you can develop those relationships and nurture them and you can entrust your um your travelers in that it's it's going to be honest it's going to be credible which is is really important yeah i think that's also what we've all been understanding is missing from our business development practices and our sales and marketing practices where we end up thinking that the only solutions out there are digital solutions more zoom meetings with more partners and and certainly we all understand it, but sometimes we don't know where to begin. We understand that that human connection, that relationship building can yield a completely different feel of a partnership than one that's always existed virtually or is simply based on you negotiating prices and trying to fill in your itineraries. 100%. Um, so that's a good segue to talk about the event that NTA hosts Travel Exchange. And I wanted to start by actually zooming out and asking you if you could just talk more generally about what a buyer-seller conference is. It's a different type of conference than sometimes people think of, which is you walk around a trade show floor and you just shake hands with a lot of people in booths and uh, get a lot of pamphlets and swag and then call it a day, attend some good parties. So what is a buyer what is a buyer-seller conference in general first? No, great question. So we do have great parties, however, um, and that's where a lot of good business is done. But oh, absolutely, yeah. So, but with our show, you know, the, the buyer seller thing is so that the the tour operator is the buyer, that multi day tour operator, and they are buying from the hotels and restaurants and the destinations. And the difference with us is that we do have um, an exhibit area. Uh, we do have the parties. We do have education, the great networking, and things like that. But I guess the, the, the highlight of our show would be the pre-scheduled appointments. So prior to our event, all of our uh, buyers and sellers have created profiles and the buyers go in and they're looking at the profiles and they're designating with whom they want to meet so that they are targeting directly, you know, hopefully not only who they are currently doing business with, but who they would like to check out. And then the suppliers and destinations are doing the same thing when they're going in and look at the profiles of those buyers. So those appointments are are scheduled and um, those are taking place on a business floor where our show, the tour operators are seated and it's an open floor. So you can easily see with whom you may want to meet. If you're like, you know what, I didn't get an appointment with so-and-so and I see that she's open. Let me run over there and see if I can have a quick chat. And those appointments are taking place on the floor we also have something that we call direct request that once the appointment schedules are set and they're sent out to everyone, we open our direct 
request system, which is a way that you can also go in with your shopping list and try and schedule additional appointments. And um, we also do something we created several years ago, what we call our best pitch in our sales mission, because we understand that although these pre-scheduled appointments are critical, we do know that um, it's important for our destinations to have an even more organic opportunity to meet with not just you know one-on-one, but to meet with multiple buyers. So the best pitch is when our um, international um, national tourism offices or receptive operators are giving their five-minute best pitch on their destination to a group of, of tour operators who are in the audience. Then our sales missions are for our uh, U.S. and Canadian destinations where they can get a group of their partners and they're creating an itinerary and they're presenting that to a group of operators too. So those have been really successful. Our tour operators love them because they're being presented with itineraries. And then of course the destinations love it because they're able to present to a group of operators. So that is, um, I guess the crux of our buyer seller thing. It's, you know, we're giving you the opportunity to have those pre-scheduled appointments, which really um, build the ROI for the show both for the, the buyer and the seller. Yeah, there's benefits on both sides. Obviously, as a seller, if I am a motor coach company, it's much easier to meet with 150 people uh, over two days in a conference setting than in uh, email or Zoom or everything else. From the tour operator perspective, what is going on in these meetings? How long are they? And what does an appointment look like? What are you doing there? Yeah, so our appointments are quick. I mean, it's it's sometimes people even call them speed dating because they're they're eight minute appointments, and that includes one minute travel time. So it's really more of an opportunity to nurture that relationship with someone that you may have already met, do a quick check in, um, or quite frankly, even see is this someone that I may want to work with. So the tour operators are seated. That supplier DMO comes up. We do only allow a one page profile sheet to be handed out from the seller to the buyer, as well as a business card so that the operator isn't inundated with a ton of information. It also really frankly cuts down on waste. Um, so that's a more sustainable thing. But the um, sellers are going to have, you know, they use iPads or they use, you know, different kinds of uh, electronic documents or whatnot to really sell to that tour operator. So the tour operator is drinking all of this in. And as you can imagine, that can be tiring. You know, there are, um, uh, you know, a little more than 100 appointments that a full appointment taking buyer will have over the course of these three days. Um, So what NTA did, knowing that an exhausted buyer doesn't help a seller, we actually add, you know, lengthen the appointments by that one minute to make sure that people had travel time. We actually reduced the number of appointment slots And then we created more breaks and breaks all at once so that everyone could get up and go grab a cup of coffee and have a quick chat with someone or maybe catch a seminar seminar, because we have all of those on the floor. Or frankly, just have the time to actually have a true bathroom break. So, you know, NTA and our leadership recognize those things. So we made those changes last year and they were really highly um, positively received. 
And so as a buyer, we want it to be a good experience. So we're looking at those things to make sure that it is. I think one thing that's important to highlight is that when you're getting these pitches or when you're having these meetings, even if it seems like it might not be exactly pertinent to what you do as a business, uh, part, and I've learned this so many times over, part of the perks of these types of events is you don't know what you don't know. You actually yes. don't know that the right partner might actually change the direction of your business or even having that new database of personal relationships that you might need to call on when you do get that uh, request for an Ireland trip the next year. And you go, actually, I met uh, Porrick, trying to think of an Irish name really fast, <laughs> um, uh, you know, who's a great receptive DMC in Ireland. And I can, I can, I can look him up to, uh, um, be my partner for that. It's a yeah, huge you, bonus. You are spot on. We are, we are constantly, you know, encouraging our operators to be open-minded. And even if you don't think you're going somewhere, you know, take, take that appointment. I mean, not, not only does it help because the suppliers and DMOs are, they're, they're paying a, you know, a, a good amount of money to be there. They help support the association. So we want the tour operator to give back in that way, but also, to your direct point, you don't know if you customize your product, you don't know what's going to come in the door and you want to have those relationships in your quote unquote Rolodex that that you can that you can rely on. It, it is it's really critical to, to have that. So DMOs are really interesting, by the way, uh, I get yelled I get yelled at all the time. DMO is a destination marketing or management organization. Sometimes they are more government sponsored, go by the names of like a tourism board or a CVB convention and visitors bureau. So before I get any hate mail about those, but DMO generally encompasses an organization that's there in a region or a city to sell the city. They're an interesting sort of entity within this tourism or package tour landscape that we as operators live in because they're not necessarily your exact customer in the sense that they're not going to uh, help you book that restaurant or bus that you might need for your tour. And so I wondered if you could talk about your experience in watching DMOs evolve in the sort of package tour landscape and how they can be a tool or an asset for a multi-day operator. They are such an amazing asset. In fact, we coined something um, that they're really like the first responder because, in fact, our, the way our appointments run is that the tour operators meet with the destinations first because they may um, open the eyes of an operator who currently didn't go somewhere. And then they then want to schedule appointments or seek out other suppliers who may be in that destination, you know, later on in the show. But the destinations, um, if, if you suddenly find your, a need for a hotel or a restaurant, and this has been really critical during COVID with staffing issues, where a tour operator will get a call from a restaurant the day before they're supposed to be there and say, hey, we can't serve your group because I've had five people quit. Well, that tour operator needs to call their, their, their DMO, their destination contact to say, hey, I need a restaurant. So the, the destinations really have evolved as being really critical to that operator and finding the right partners um, to the point where we encourage our, our tour operators, before you go into a city, show your itinerary to that destination because they may see trouble spots. They may say, oh, you know what? That hotel has really been struggling. Um, you may want to think about something else or um, this attraction 
is now all of a sudden they're closed on Tuesdays. I think you're going to need to shift your itinerary. So they have really been critical from from that perspective. And we have a great group of, of DMOs, as you said. So we have convention visitors bureaus. There are chambers of commerce. There are regional, there are state, provincial, and national tourism offices that are all members of, of NTA. That's great. I think another... I think another perk of even just being around other operators is an opportunity for, I don't know, companionship, mentorship, relationships that just support each other, maybe on a business level, but also on a nurturing level of 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 how you grow in this industry by learning from your peers. Is is that is that an element or do the operators kind of look look at each other like, well, we're all here for our own businesses? It's a huge part of our association, and it's something that we really work to to nurture. You know, we we are known for our shows, which is contact and travel exchange, but we have year-round benefits. And some of those most important benefits are the virtual opportunities that we offer to bring our, our communities together. So um, we have uh, bi-monthly buyer network forums where um, we have a core group that helps us um, develop educational topics, discussion topics. There's a, a virtual opportunity where they're coming together and they're talking about the challenges that they may have and how everyone may be dealing with it. So it's really a critical part of the association that we ensure that they're all in this together. Yes, are they competitors? Absolutely. But more than anything, if you can find a way to work together, that just helps everyone be better professionals, which is, bless you, super important to uh, to NTA. And that's also what happens um, at Travel Exchange, where we have um, a lot of really great sessions where w- we probably have more members and industry experts such as yourself as panels and speakers than we do professional speakers because our members love hearing from one another and learning from one another and saying, you know what, I aspire to be, you know, that kind of operator in in the future. So those things are are super important that that we encourage. And frankly, it's it doesn't matter your age. The veterans who have been there for decades can learn from the newer um, operators who've just come onto the scene so that they're learning about how someone may be approaching the business differently. So there's learning um, all over the, the community. Good point. I am excited to be attending this year and being a speaker myself. And you have a lot of good education offerings that happen as sort of almost icing on the cake that there's just that sort of peer-driven learning, which is at Tourpreneur our favorite kind of learning, of course. Uh, so you've got a whole scattering of great sessions. The topics kind of span everything, or do they really kind of focus on certain topics? Or they do, no, they they definitely cover the the basis. So our um, we did this last year and loved it. We we actually wanted just to create a ton of energy on our floor and give our uh, attendees a better opportunity or, or easier access to the educational content. So we actually have education stages. We've always done this, but now the education is all on the floor. And so it's super easy to pop in, even if you maybe only have 15 minutes. And our sessions are covering everything from really of the moment topics like AI um, and meaningful travel and sustainability 
Um, but also just tried and true sales and marketing where someone just needs kind of a refresher. Um, digital marketing, you never know where someone is in that journey. Um, we try to keep all of our sessions intermediate to advanced, but we know like with AI, for example, we need to kind of start on the ground level to help people even get comfortable with what in the heck is this AI thing. Um, and then we, we definitely uh, do a lot of um, just, you know, sharing, picking topics that we know are important, having a great diverse panel of business uh, models to be up there and, and share their, their case studies. I'm really excited. I'm actually going to be talking on AI with Dan Flores, and you're absolutely right. It's not even that it's a beginner or intermediate. Nobody nobody we know probably is advanced unless you're working in Silicon Valley in some, Seriously. In some lab watching it grow. But rather than trying to keep up with every single change or new tool or whatever, we're going to be talking about the way in which it's fundamentally transforming the customer's booking journey, the way that they're thinking about and planning and booking trips, and then how on the back end your business can be revolutionized by the automation and support tools that can just make running the business, all the annoying parts so much easier. So we're not going to be talking about how AI writes blog posts for you and makes funny photos of a monkey on ice skates. Um, so it's <laughs> yeah, a little plug and, for the- And yep. I was going to say, and to that end too, is is- um, because that is such a rich topic and and we, we try and make sure that we're presenting something that would be for all of our audiences, whether you be a, a tour operator, a supplier or a destination. So we, we do have our um, corporate partner for legal counsel, Jeff Met, is going to be there talking about the pitfalls of AI. So it's, it's sometimes digging into a topic in different ways as well. Jeff is such a buzzkill. His job is just to sit there and tell you, by the way, you I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> a friend of Tourpreneur, by the way, if anybody hasn't listened to his uh, podcast on Tourpreneur about legal advice for tour operators, it is a must listen and he's brilliant. So, um, oh, I also do want to make a plug for wearing my other hat as uh, the head of Trip School, my tour guide and tour director training company. We're really excited that this year, we're partnering with ITMI with Travel Exchange to help co-host and program an entire event within Travel Exchange, which is just for tour directors, tour leaders, tour guides who are looking to not only meet the large, big package tour operators like a Globus, uh, but also all of those regional partners, those smaller operators that might be a way for you as a freelance or independent tour guide or tour leader to fill your year with opportunities. And so uh, we have a whole range of programming um, that is specific for that kind of vertical or niche. We're excited to be working with you on that. And that just adds to, I think, the richness of a very... Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm super excited that you're going to be there and Trip School is going to be there and, and, and bringing your community on that front too. But it's, you know, Symposium has been a great way to, I think, really round out what Travel Exchange brings because, you know, the, the the tour director, the tour guide, I mean, those are critical elements to a successful tour. And it has been a challenge to find the right partners. So bringing in that element, but then also, um, you know, frankly, allowing the, the the tour directors to be there with that broader community, I think is, it's really been a win-win. So I'm happy you're going to be there. I love it. So let's um, let's wrap this up by talking about how our tourpreneur community, who uh, many of whom might be salivating at the opportunity to attend this, how 
how they can work with you. And I do want to reiterate once again that this is really an event that is focused on the multi-day operator. It's not necessarily uh, right for a small food tour company in a specific destination, but it does bring up the question, if I am that day tour operator, I offer bike tours, and maybe I offer ghost tours in 20 cities, could that almost be a version? One, absolutely, because that's the kind of rich product, rich experiences that our tour operators, our multi-day tour operators need to integrate into their itinerary. So absolutely, there is um, a place for that as well. And sometimes even if one of these um, companies operates in, in multiple cities, he or she may want to be a buyer as well because you're able to meet with a lot of different destinations. Destinations and everything else. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Very cool. So how how do our tourpreneurs get involved? How do they attend? E it's going to be easy peasy. We have a registration form that um, anyone can complete and send to us. What we're we're offering is as a full appointment taking buyer, which means someone who can go in and choose their own appointments with those suppliers and destinations um, to get those pre-scheduled appointments. Your registration is is comped, and so we'd love to have you, you know, as our guest to come in, and that gives you full access to the sightseeing tours um, that are on Sunday, um, all of the education on Sunday, our icebreaker event, which is Sunday evening. Um, and then the the breakfasts that we have for buyers specifically, um, all of our lunches, our parties, the education, but then of course, really the business in, in doing that connection. So all of that is available. We do have a September 19th deadline for this opportunity only because everyone needs to create a profile so that then when that appointment scheduling opens, you're set in there so that people can try and choose you for those appointments and then you can choose the the others but it's it's a, a simple process and Jen Royce on our team is the one who will be your your direct contact I think that is worth repeating that is kind of an amazing offer you get all the parties all the happy hours the drinks the breakfasts the opportunities for no cost if you are coming as a registered buyer if you're a an operator that is going to sit there and build your business with those appointments from destinations and um, other suppliers and companies that are there to support your tours. That's a great offer for the tour printer community. So thank you for that. That's that's amazing. Absolutely. And Treeport has done an amazing job and they have really good hotel rates. So your you know travel expenses should hopefully be at a minimum as, as well. So, yeah. I know I already had somebody reaching out saying, uh, oh, it's I live in Texas and it's only a three hour drive for me. And it didn't dawn on me that it's actually uh, pretty close to a lot of where our people live in the United States. So. Oh, yeah. And in fact, we one of our members, um, Motor Coach Family of Brands, has just offered to he is going to do a free shuttle service for anyone who is in the Dallas area or flies into Dallas. It's just about a two hour drive. It's a free shuttle service that people could sign up for. It will come in on Saturday or Sunday, and then there are departures on Thursday after the show. So, and it's a free, it's a free shuttle. He's doing that. Wow. Wow. Easy. That I might change my plans now. Uh, get a little Dallas visit in there. Great. So, Catherine, is there anything else you'd like to just share just to wrap this up? Anything, anything that I didn't cover or you'd like to just? 
just want to say how excited I am about this. You know, I have, have always been a firm believer in collaboration and in, in finding partners that you that you believe in and ensuring that we have a really healthy um, community for the future. And I this opportunity is very exciting to me because NTA is very welcoming and we're, we're always looking to to bring more people into uh, into our show and have the experience so that our members can grow and the industry overall can be successful. So really look. Excellent. And uh, likewise, I just think that there's potentially a lot of opportunity for our operators who are scattered around everywhere and probably loneliness is the number one thing that they talk about and just like the isolation they feel in running their businesses. And we can all get kind of sealed up in our particular little social or business or community bubbles. And the more collaboration, the more openness we all have to each other's communities and and the way that we can connect and, and nurture each other is, I think, great for our industry and inspirational for you as a business owner. Absolutely. Love that. Well, Catherine, I think on that note, we will uh, wrap it up. And I will say again, thank you for that offer. We are excited to come in full force and uh, attend Shreveport and connect with the NTA community and get, get, get more business and learning and connection from NTA. So thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, Mitch. Did you know Tourpreneur also has a Facebook community of over 7,000 tour operators? If you are not a member, then search for Tourpreneur on Facebook and join a thriving community of tour operators and other travel professionals, all of whom learn from each other as well as from Chris, Mitch, Pete, and many other industry experts. By becoming a member, you will be notified first of any events, meetups, and exclusive content. Join the Tourpreneur community today. Facebook.com slash group slash Tourpreneur.